Welcome to the Prepped and Polished podcast, the podcast that empowers you to take control of your education, featuring weekly interviews with influencers in the world of education, as well as tutoring tips, lessons, and updates. And now, here's your host, Alexis Avila. And welcome back to the Prepped and Polished podcast. This is episode 223. Make sure to join our Prepped and Polished community. You can find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, and YouTube, just type Prepped and Polished. And also you can go to our site, preppedandpolished.com, if you need tutoring or test prep. Now let's get to today's guest. Today I'm talking to Gil Gabori, who's founder of the House Tutoring Lounge. Gil has degrees from Emory and Northwestern, decades of experience as a private tutor, and he's CEO and founder of the House, which is the world's first tutoring lounge specifically designed for today's student. And his method for this tutoring lounge is to offer a space that is parent-free for students. It's an oasis where teens can work, study, and socialize together while also having on-demand tutors whenever they need. On today's episode, Gil talks about the anxiety both students and parents face today and some ideas on how to overcome some of these stressors. For another related episode, make sure to rewind and check out episode number 38 with Jeff Lichen which is empowering youth to live extraordinary lives. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's get right to it with Gil Gabori. Gil, thanks for coming on the Prepped and Polished podcast. How are you doing today? I'm all right. How are you, Alexis? Doing well. Thank you. So uh, can you educate, tell our audience a little bit about your background, focusing on maybe a few pivotal moments that led you to where you are today as a tutoring company owner and as an educational uh, entrepreneur? Sure. Um, the story is pretty similar to a lot of Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. I started in one career. I started out as a biologist, and uh, tutoring was kind of a side gig. And uh, if you know anything about working at Northwestern University, you know you're not paid well as a researcher. <laughs> uh, but it was a it was a really good experience. And when I looked at my career and said, "What do I love doing?" It was working with kids. So. That uh, shifted me into a kind of a nonprofit world. I sat on some boards, I helped design some nonprofits, and moved into consulting. And to be honest, just didn't really enjoy it. Um, sure. So in, two, in 2009, because it was a great time to start a business right in the crash, yeah. I, uh, I started Chicago Academic with my wife. And that was a, I'd say, an elevated version of the standard model. We were a premium in-home tutoring. We sent you PhDs with tattoos. Um, our, our kind of angle was we're going to get funky tutors who've had eclectic backgrounds, surfers, um, everything from punk rock roadies who just went on to really elevate their education, send them to your house and really engage your teenager. After about 10 years and listening to the market, listening to the families, just knowing the educational support industry we just grew really tired of a market that went all the way back, not a market, a model that went all the way back to Aristotle. Um, And it really wasn't meeting the teenagers where they are, especially this Gen Z generation. So we started designing in 2018 a whole new concept. It's a lounge modeled after WeWork, um, Soho House, similar, these models where you pay a membership, you go into a space that's inspiring, in a community that's curated for these kids, it's teenagers of uh, upper middle school to high school age, 
And what they have there is on-demand tutoring, using our app, kids order up tutoring, um, the way you order up anything these days. And so they can go to the lounge, be social. The best part of the lounge for them is parents are not allowed. No adults are allowed. So our tutors are there, we're staffed, and we're meeting these kids where they are. We're protecting them from the stresses of the world. We're in Oasis in a really stressful day. They can curate help how they need it when they need it. That provides a value for the parent. I mean, you're a tutoring entrepreneur. You know the model. Mom books Monday at 5 o'clock in <laughs> September. You just hope that day works, and we become a bigger stressor. The, the kid comes home, knows he has a tutor, and may not have work in that subject. So we entirely curated it to a space as an experience, tutoring on demand, in person, not online even though our members have the luxury of also doing it online and with different levels of help. The, there's help that comes with the membership, there's elevated help that you charge by the hour, but there's no set bill for the parents. Don't get me wrong, a lot of kids still stick to the standard model of once a week, twice a week, but this is an add-on. We're street side retail in downtown suburbs and it's a really exciting model. We, we have a cafe. Anyone that goes to our website can see the model, so I, I don't have to belabor it. But for me, we went from being entrepreneurs to a startup. And that's really exciting because we've been working with kids with anxiety, depression, learning disability, executive functioning, test prep. Um, we've been at the apex of all these problems, and our colleagues that are in these other arenas have just been struggling to find solutions. And we think we built a model really helps wellness in, in really focusing on these teenagers in a way that they respond. So that's where kind of all our expertise has come together. Yeah, I'm, I'm blown away by what you've done. Uh, and I one, one of these days, we got to get a cup of coffee. I got to pick your brain how you were able to come up with it. Um, but let's talk about the uh, stressed out teens today. So what are, what are their biggest worries today? What's causing the stress? So I'll tell you, there's data that's coming out of Columbia and NYU. They've done some really good studies that 70% of teenagers are expressing that their biggest stress is school and parents. Hmm. And the same number expresses that uh, friends are the, one, are the biggest uh, stress relief. And so wow. the idea, you know, and it's logical. Think about this generation where I have kids myself. Mm -hmm. We get them to school. In school, it's all pressure, commitment, uh, expectations. Then they go to their extracurricular because as a community, we've told them you can't get into college without a resume a mile long. So now they have dance coaches. They have uh, you know, sports coaches, theater, and all of that is stressful. And, and then they go home. And the homework battle begins. Mom and dad need to try to get them to do their homework, get them to eat dinner, get them to spend fun time with the family, and get them to sleep at a time that doesn't drive them crazy. And, and sleep deprivation is probably the biggest issue for these kids. I mean, think about what we just packed into a day. I don't know how you do that in 12 hours and 14 hours. So these kids are getting less and less sleep. So we collect every pixel of data except for grade improvement. Every kid wants a, has a different goal. Every family has a different goal when it comes to grades. But every parent wants their kids happy. They want to diminish anxiety. And they want to get them to bed. I mean, it's very logical. Like, sleep is the metric. 
Um, And we've seen this by working with neuropsychologists who identify learning disabilities and almost always correlate them to anxiety. We work with psychologists. We work with clinics who capture these kids at a point where they can't go to school. You know, school refusal, just inability to deal with the stresses and they try to build them back up and, and get them back. In the cycle of anxiety, depression, and school, we try to help with that component for schools so that other professionals can really target depression and anxiety. That's our goal. As a company, we don't sell tutoring. We sell relief. We, mm. we sell reduction anxiety. And you know, I mean, mom and dad have as much anxiety. You're only as happy yes. as your unhappiest child. Um, yeah. And it's complex. And so we've built an oasis where these kids and these parents get to define it themselves. And we've built mechanisms that parents can define their kids experience without being belligerent you want your kid to be checked in on when he walks in you want a plan for them if they're there for two hours we design an experience every time they walk in you know alexis what do you have today how long are you going to be here let's break it into half hour and put in a break you want your break to be a phone you want to hang out with your friends some kids come to us and ask us to take their phone away in an hour you know, you'd be amazed. Wow. This, we That's incredible. bought so much internet bandwidth, Alexis. We thought every kid would be on a device, and they're not. They're thirsty for pure social interaction. And, wow. And if you were to see these kids, it's an ecosystem like I've never seen. So we're learning solutions. We've got executive functioning solutions in place, and that's proving to be one of the biggest stress reliefs. You are use your time efficiently. You hang out with your friends, you get your homework done. If a kid comes for two hours and just hangs out with their friends, they leave feeling bad. If they come and get their work done and saw their friends, they leave feeling thrilled. And parents capture that feeling as well. You said that parents are one of the big stressors in a kid's life. How can parents do a better job not being a big stress on their kid's life? I'll tell you, it's it's hard. It's a cycle. I I call it the anxiety industrial complex. There's no one in the industry, including parents, who are driving the pain on purpose. Parents are told your kids need to do X to go to college, and college is the key to a happy future. And and there's a paradigm where um, success equals happiness. We want that paradigm to be happiness equals success, and that's why we don't drive grades. We drive confidence and relief. And Mm. so... It's not just parents. Every psychologist wakes up and goes to work because they need to force this kid to relax. And sometimes forcing a kid to relax is stressful. And the neuropsychs who identify the special ed needs and learning disabilities then layer on all these services that take time. And parents get up in the morning. They're not looking to stress their kids. No parent I know wants to diminish their kid's stress, increase their anxiety. I mean, diminish their confidence. But... It's just part of this plague that we're all in. And ironically, I'm talking to you a lot about relaxation. You should see me when I go home, what I do to my children. And the oldest one of four is 11, right? It's, we've tried to design a space where we can all be our best self, our staff, the owners, um, the, the kids, and try to chip away at, at a certain block of that anxiety. And I'll tell you, the parents' anxiety, to answer your question specifically, is cyclical. If the kids are stressed and not doing what we've prescribed kids have to do as an industry, as a school district, then the, the parents get swept in. I found a school board and 
I see even how schools are trying to diminish this, but it's such a slow process when you talk about public schools and you just can't keep up. Wow. So how has um, the House Tutoring Lounge uh, been received? Uh, has there been any uh, any hiccups along the way or has it been all smooth sailing? Tell us, tell us oh, yeah. a little bit about I mean, it. It's... Every every startup is, just sure. goes as planned. And No, I'm kidding. I mean, I'd say <laughs> w- what we did for this business is we knew we were going to multiply it. So we spent a year processing it. I mean, we we opened our doors ready to open multiple. We, we had, I think, a thousand pages in our handbook predefined. So we really thought it out. And I'd say hiccups, really the term is, we're just learn. First, we wanted to teach the market what we were. And those hmm. acceptance was rapid. What we're seeing wow. now is that we've known the pay points in tutoring. Now we've elevated the solutions and we have to tweak what else we can do. So we're, we're finding that to place ourselves as the solution, not the reward for being a good kid, but, but that we are part of that process nice. is what we're really focused on doing. And how do you keep the tutoring lounge safe? What are just a couple of rules that come to your mind? So first of all, when a kid joins as a member, and you have to be a member to enjoy the lounge, but we have... Uh, double the number of clients uh, than members. You know, some families just don't have the time or don't feel it's ready for their kids yet or, or whatever the parameters. So we're, we're a tutoring center plus a lounge. But the safety is an offshoot of my paranoia. We have a camera covering every inch. Every room has glass walls. It's 100% transparency. The tutors are triple background checked. And really the kids when they're oriented as members get our rules and our rules if you see them they're very broad they're based on the samurai code and it's just the way you educate these days instead of saying alexis can't do x we gave them a code you need to be honest you need to be um considerate and so forth we've had very little behavior problems we do have some kids that are just excited to be there and defining the space is more how you would treat a casual restaurant as opposed to a gymboree uh, has been something my staff has worked on. But we've really had very little problems. The one area kids don't have cameras is the bathroom, but we know these kids. We know them by name. We know what they look like normally and we know what they look like if they're you know, being mischievous. We've had zero problems. Uh, I mean, safety has been top level concern. Overboard. I mean, we have active shooter processes, all the really scary stuff. Corona, I'm sorry about the background. Uh, coronavirus um, is yeah. another issue starting to worry about. And we've had a process in place for two weeks. Um, we're just ahead of the game as much as we can. What type of role should parents play um, in, in a teen's life? I know it's kind of a broad question, but you do, you deal with a lot of no parents allowed. Is that kind of? I, I mean, to be honest, parents appreciate that. You, you would sure, think sure. That say, in our first month, we had a mom make it all the way to the back, and we shut the business down. I and mean, we had an all company meeting because we want to live that code. Yeah. So I'd say to parents is find ways. Sorry, please back on Find ways to relieve your kids and understand that the data is that your kids, I bet you haven't had a podcast in motion, um, that the kids need, what the kids need are not more homework time. They need time with their family. 
they need sleep. You know, take those data points. What we're trying to be is a solution that your kid can get homework done faster. Yeah. And, and the commentary we're getting from parents is, oh my God, I, I got to watch a movie with my kid. We got to do our nails together. We, you know, we spent time together. We had dinner all together. It's unfortunate, but those are the big, those are the big things that parents and families are lacking. And it's also showing that that's the marker for child success, for student success. It's the soft stuff. It's the get to know your kids. It's the be in their life. So that means spending time with them. And, and it's a little like marriage. You, you have to have more positive interactions than negative. And I, I heard a, a speaker who wrote a book about teenagers and the, the point she was making was you need to glow when your kid comes home the way you did when they walked in the door when they were three years old. Yeah. You know, your kid is 15 and they don't see that glow anymore. They wow. see the, the warden. And we can all identify with that. You know, you, you see your kid immediately and did you do one, two, three, four, five things? Instead, shine. Show them that you still adore them, which we all do, and be a positive force. It's not easy to do. I'm probably going to go home and reprimand my kid tonight <laughs> instinctively, hey, right? But, no one's perfect. But that's the answer to your question. That's a really, really good point. What are some of the things that uh, you love most about uh, working with your students and, and the things that you, the thing that you do? It's evolved. I, I really loved yeah. working with one kid, and then I loved working with multiple kids and their families, and then I really started to love working with tutors, teaching them how to help several kids, and and then I enjoyed building a system in which we could help more kids, and now. I'm just thoroughly excited about the ecosystem. I'm the old man now in the lounge. I'm not the hip young tutor. But I get to see them in a way that no one does. Not in education, not in family dynamics. And if yeah. we didn't keep it private for their sake, I'd be posting movie videos every day about what these kids are doing. This generation is special. The millennials were special. The millennials freed us of the cubicle. These kids are going to work in a dynamic workspace. And if you see our yeah. lounge, fluid completely so i'd say the thing i'm enjoying most is that we are the place that loves seeing 30 kids walk in at once there's no other business in the world that wants that <laughs> not, you know, not that's Starbucks, so true right? not we are the place these kids are loved as a social as a society yeah there's no other place like that for them and how do we that's what i enjoy how do we best get in touch with you and work with you or can we not like I'm in Boston, but you know, I don't know. Listen, we're 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 going nationally. I mean, we're proving our concept in Chicago. We're opening our second center in a couple of months. We've already started to identify our third center in Chicago, and we're looking for partners all over. I'm not looking to come to Boston and start fresh. I'm not looking to go to LA. Um, so. I'd say I have never thought of competitors as anything other than colleagues. I can have yeah, a beer with any. Yeah, of course, because it's not real estate. Children are no, being born absolutely. every day. You know, we can all help them. I hope absolutely. we are. I hope we are copied as a concept. Um, I hope we change the industry. We totally, we completely believe that we've reinvented the way tutoring should be, and we believe that we would. Be we would be thrilled to bring the industry along with us. Yeah, that's awesome. I hope you get the message out more. Hopefully I can help. Last thing is any advice for teens getting ready for the college and, and young adulthood phase? 
yeah, chill the hell out. Like, don't believe <laughs> us when we tell you you've got to do all these things to succeed. Find a college that makes you happy. Yeah. The the transfer rate after freshman year is a nightmare. Um, don't go for gold. Go for the right fit. And just chill your parents out. Chill everyone out. You're going to be fine. There's 10,000 universities. Think about finances. You don't want to stress your parents out? Don't go to a school you can't afford. Don't leave. graduate without loans. Yeah. Undergrad is less value. There's a lower ROI. Like save your money for grad school. Save your money for your startup. You know, save for that. Yeah. And this is the generation that's going to absolutely change the world. The the data shows they're more empathetic. They're more thoughtful. They wow. don't like fast food. I mean, this is the generation we've wanted for years, and they're going to make us look bad. So I just give them the confidence to do that. And go show us what you can do, and just don't let us stress you out. You're, you're great kids. Absolutely. Awesome. Gil, thanks a lot for uh, coming on and taking some of your time with us on the Proud to Pause podcast, and uh, good luck. My pleasure, Alexis. I appreciate your time. Thank awesome. You. Yeah. And this wraps up our show today. This was episode 223 with Gil Gabori. To connect with Gil and work with him, check out www.the.house. That's it. I hope you enjoyed episode number 223 with Gil Gabori. Make sure to check out episode 38 with Jeff Lichen. He talks about teens as well and reducing stress and helping them thrive. Tune in soon to hear our next episode. It's going to be 224. Go to com forward slash podcast to access all of our episodes. Thanks for joining us on the Prep Polish podcast. Now go out there and take control of your education. You've been listening to the Prepped and Polished podcast. For more information, check out PreppedAndPolished.com. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Class dismissed.